As you may have noticed, every couple of episodes I'm releasing some chats from my past. If I don't release them, they'll never be heard again. And today's is one of those that, seriously, the audio quality is not that great, but it's the only version of it I have. There's a lot of audio bleed because uh, it was recorded on tape. I've tried my best to reduce. In fact, it's unbelievable how much you can reduce the background noise, but it still will come through. And if you think you're hearing a TARDIS from Doctor Who, you are. This chat was with an artist who had, right at the time we were speaking, massive success off the back of the 90210 soundtrack and had just released their debut album. Let's dive into the archives. Matt. Hello? Yo, Matt. How you doing, mate? John, what's up? Uh, I don't know. Hopefully he. <laughs> anyway, let's go. Oh, hold on. This phone right here is ringing. Okay. Hey, David. Your phone's ringing. Sorry about that. This phone's ringing right here. Yeah, okay. Do you want to fix it up? He's, he's got it. It's a, it's a portable phone right next to the, this phone right here. Okay. Okay, we'll start. Recharged. We'll start the interview by asking, do you consider yourself to be some sort of symbol to look up to? Uh, I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I hope, um, you know, I hope people look up to me. Yeah, um, a sort of sex symbol or just a adolescent symbol? Um, could both be in the question? Eh? Could both be the, the uh, sure, possibility? Sure. Yeah, well, in the way of being a sex symbol, in what way? What? A safe sex symbol. Hey? A safe sex symbol. A slave? A safe sex symbol. Uh-huh. Safe? Yep, sure. Like a, like a condom safe sex symbol. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, when you talk about love, are you talking about sex, or are you talking about genuine, deep-down love? Whatever the person wants, and then whatever the person's made believes into, whatever they believe in. Do you have any sort of religious background that leads up to your music, or has that nothing to do with it? I, I sing a lot of gospel, gospel music. And that brings you into your R&B stuff. There you go. Isn't, isn't that black music, though? Yeah, that's true. Well, here, here's the thing, though. Here's, here's the thing about all that, John. That it's, it's like R&B is dominated by, by black people, yes. But it's... Um, I don't care, categorize it necessarily like that. I look at it more as a soulful thing. There are a lot of soulful white people, mm-hmm. a lot of soulful black people, a lot of soulful Mexican people, a lot of soulful Australians. Uh, there's, you're soulful no matter what you are. I just don't, I don't categorize it as black music. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of more like a personal thing. So it's sort of the soul of the R&B, not right. the actual attitude of the R&B. Exactly. Like. Right. Exactly. So your background, like, it's pretty sad what you've been through in your time, like, your folks and all that. Well, not really for me. It other wasn't? people, nah, other people look at it kind of as being sad. I don't, though. I, I don't know why people do. If, if they were in my shoes, they wouldn't look at it as being a sad thing. Once you've been through it, I guess. Right, right. It's kind of like, it doesn't, it didn't bother me, you know? Mm, well, I'm very much used to it. Now, I've been stripped of a, probably a normal family life. And I realized that, and I, I've always wondered what I'd like to actually live with a mom and dad until you're 18, <laughs> you know? Well, that's also, I'd like to talk about your musical background, but mainly school, the performing arts school. Did that help you along the way? 
I only went there for one year though. All right. Because I went to the orphanage. Nine years, and then my last year I ran away, so I had one more year to complete of high school, and I had to go somewhere, and I decided to go to performing arts high school because I wanted to check it out. I just got in and went there for a year. School probably wasn't a great thing for your musical career as a base. No, but it's something that 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 I, I you know, you do need school. Yeah. Well, I'm still at school. I, I should have told you straight off. I'm 17, so I'm... Are you? That's why I'm sort of looking up to you. It's oh, Jesus Christ. I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's okay. So you can very talk. much more mature. <laughs> we can talk on the same level sort of thing, all right? That's great. You're, you're very much more mature than... Oh. But anyway, getting back... Yeah, your school background. Yes, it is important, but musically... Musically? Yeah. Um... School is still something that a musician, I think, should still take seriously. Uh, I got my diploma, I got my high school diploma, and it was very important for me to get that. It, it's an accomplishment thing, it's a thing of, you know, you did it. It's something that, it's, yeah, it's a piece of paper, but it's something that you're very proud of, and you, you got it out of the way. And uh, what if something, what if I just couldn't get in the music business, you know? What if I just, I tried my ass off, I just couldn't do it? Where would I go? I mean, I, I would have to have something to back me up in a high school diploma at least, you know? Well, what did you want to do when you were, let's say, 11 years of age, or when you were just starting high school? What was your aim? Because it sounds... Actor, singer. Right. Either an actor or a singer. Right. From I mean, beginning. yeah, so what you're saying, from what I've always believed in, I've always believed in, I've always believed in being, um, uh, hold on, there's like... I've always, I've always believed in, uh, uh, being something in the entertainment field either an actor or a singer, but yeah, I see what you're saying, you know, being that, here, here's the kind of person I am, I gotta let you know, John, I wouldn't have needed school, I really wouldn't have, I would have made it still, I would have still become a professional singer, a professional actor, somehow, someway, but school did make a difference in, in getting me to where I am, it teaches you a lot and stuff like that, but I see what you're saying, right? It's good to do with, like, you weren't sort of going to think... Sorry about that. Think about being a mechanic or some. Did you ever have a childish dream? Yeah, I, I, I wanted to be everything when I was younger. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> How about the acting? Like, why is that going to hit off, or is it never going to hit off, or have you got any acting? Yeah, ideas for it. Or well, I've been acting. Well, I was acting way before I was singing, John. Like movie, you know. Oh, that kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely. Huge. I, I realize the smaller. Oh, definitely, definitely. I see it happening. I definitely see it happening because I'm, I'm thinking positive. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very much looking forward to getting on the big screen. But right now, it's very important that I establish myself as a singer. You know, it's a very crucial time period right now. I've got to be known as something. If I go automatically into acting, people are like, "What is he a singer? Or what was he trying to do here?" They get confused and they, it's, it's unstable. I want to have a stable singing career. In Australia, maybe not where you normally are. The 90210 stint with Right Kind of Love absolutely put everyone off. In the press release, Wonder Girl is supposedly the premier single, but to us it's not. It's the second single. Because, yeah, the hype behind Right Kind of Love sort of brought you in the limelight. Yeah. That, I, like, do you look back and say it's a good idea or a bad idea that that happened, or are you neutral about it? No, it's a great medium. It was, it was excellent that it happened, that, uh, that I was on the 90210, I was, I was very fortunate to have been on the 90210 soundtrack. It's just that, uh, you know, people think I'm, 
I was on the show. I've never, never been on the show, you know what I mean? That sort of idea that, you know, he's from this show has sort of put you out a little bit. Not much, although, because as you realise, since you've been in Melbourne, I guess, you're in the charts, in the yeah. top 20 with both songs, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's really nice. I can't believe it here. I can't believe all the support. Oh, we love you here. That's the thing. Oh, thanks, buddy. One of the questions that's quite important, again, back on this love idea about the true love and everything, what's the most important thing in a relationship, if you've had one? The most important thing, absolutely, is that she understands what I do for a living. That you won't be, uh, like, you'll be home certain times and all that sort of stuff. Right. Is that what you mean? Yeah, it's kind of like what I mean. It's, it's pretty much difficult to find somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Your ideal night out, and it doesn't have to be with a female, I mean, what yeah, would you like? I go out with a lot of guys too. Hmm? I go out with a lot of guys too. Got yep. a lot of guy friends too. Um, geez, I basically where I, I, on the road or at home. What? Where? What night? Like a night out? Just a night out, you know, the, the perfect night out. Oh, the perfect night out. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Perfect night out would be. Jeez, perfect night out would be when I could get in early and then wake up early <laughs> next morning. That's the perfect night. When I, when I Sometimes I get in at 3, 4 in the morning and I don't get up till 1 o'clock in the afternoon the next day and I blow half my day. You haven't toured Australia yet, to our knowledge. No. How about states touring? What's happening? Um, it's working really good. I'm going around all the states and uh, doing a lot of shows there with a bunch of different groups. Including? Uh, Silk. Shy, SWV, uh, Naughty by Nature, H-Town, uh, Trailer Rent, Positive K, mm-hmm. it's basically a big show. So what are you doing in Melbourne then? Is it touring plans like with Australia or what's your purpose here? Um, doing, doing promotion, getting my uh, album known, pictures, interviews, TV shows. How about a tour for us, you know, like, Australia sometimes misses out on heaps of things. Are you coming to, like, Australia to tour? I'd love to. I'm doing a show Saturday night at, at the Wonderland in Sydney. Uh-huh. But that's Sydney. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'd, I'd love to do a whole Australian tour. I really would. be awesome to do that. Yeah. Are you waiting for the next single to come out before you do it? What? It came out today in America. Hey? It came out today in America, the next single. It's called... Yeah. You've heard the album, right? Yeah, well, yeah, I got it yesterday. There's a single on there called Try My Love. Uh-huh. And it's the next single that's going to be released. So that'll be the, like, the second official single after Wanna Girl. Right. So the title track's coming second instead of first for a change, which is cool. You might be looking for three <laughs> three songs in the top 20. <laughs> no kid. <laughs> no, it might not even be out. Through, I, geez, that's true. If it's still in the top 20, they might not release it yet. That's what I was just thinking. You know, it's... Like, they'd really be writing the album of all the tracks, wouldn't they? Yeah, you're right. But, I, that's a good point. They might not release it then if, if there's, if they're... See, it depends on how fast the songs go up and down. Yeah, right kind of love's been there now for three months. Jesus, you serious? Oh, in the top 40. Yeah, because Beverly Hills 9021's coming to a close, so that will suddenly drop out. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> there you go, there, there's a little hot word from the little youngster myself. <laughs> how about the single My Name is JJ? It sounds like My Name is Prince. Not the music, I mean the idea of my name is JJ. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard the song? Uh, yeah, I have. I, I, I like it because of I like A or B Sure, but just the title itself <laughs> would detract a few people. Why the title? Why the reason behind the song, really? Is that sort of selling yourself? 
Uh, it's kind of like a party song. We just wanted to get out. and uh, It's a song that I'd like close a concert with, you know. People. Not start it. You know what I mean? I saw you that know. as a beginning song for a concert, but would you actually close Oh, yeah, you could, you could even do a beginning song. That'd be cool. Yeah, Altered around a few times, you know? Yeah, it's just like an introduction sort of thing, and the crowd gets all hot. Definitely. Hyper and all that sort of stuff. If they're taking three tracks off this album, and probably more, when's the next album? How much material have you got backed up? Since it's R&B, I assume that you've got heaps of material. Is that true or not? No, it's not true. <laughs> no hits are backed up yet. Nothing yet for my next album. I, I haven't really gotten anything together yet for the next album. Is there a next album? Oh, yeah, definitely. The people that influence, not the style of music, but the way you actually sing, what's like the people, maybe not groups, the people, other singers influence you. Who are they? Since you're a little bit younger, I guess, who do you look up to? Uh, Stevie Wonder, Charlie Wilson, The Gap Band, Sly and the Family Stone, Earth, Wind and Fire, uh, Sam Cooke, um, Glenn Jones. How much voice training, though, do you go through per week? Uh, per week? Uh, when I'm on the road, none. I don't have a vocal coach with me. Uh, when I'm back home, uh, I haven't really seen a vocal coach in a long time, actually. I had a vocal trainer. I had Mrs. Evans and Linda Stavro. They're, they're, they're well-known, like, R&B vocal trainers. I haven't had an opera trainer. I had an opera trainer for a while, too. Yeah, I took some opera lessons, because it really, opera really broadens your voice. It makes the diction better, punch and pronunciation better. It gives you better air control, breath control. A.L.B. Shaw, where did you gather him up from? Is he a friend in the R&B people, or a friend of yours, or a friend of the record? How did you get him? Um, Giant Records Cassandra Mills hooked all that, hooked all that up. She's the, my executive producer of the album. And she hooked it all up for me to work with all those writers. She did a great job. Who do you cling on to, you know, for that, that Saturday night gathering who are actually famous? Anyone in particular? <sighs> I'll be going to chill out with. Uh, I've gone out with Michael. Do you know who Michael Jordan is, the athlete? Uh, household name, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, do you yeah. hang out with him a fair bit? Yeah, in Chicago we go out sometimes. Yeah. He digs my music and he's, he's real cool. I, I mean, I dig him as an athlete. He's, we've so, gone out a few times at well, dinner. Why not? Uh, you know, he, he's invited me over to his house, he's, he's got a, uh, you know, he's just, he's a cool guy. I've, I've hung out with him a few times. Um, who else is there? Uh, not too many other, other, uh, well, there's the Snow, I've, I've chilled with him. Snow's a cool guy. Uh, uh, George Michael, I've eaten dinner with him a couple of times. Hey, John? Yep. My representative, Anouk, she needs to say something. At this point, the record industry rep told us we'd reached our 15-minute time limit, so it was time to wrap it all up. John, yep. are you going now? Going. Oh, thanks, buddy. And listen, I'll, you know, give us a call or whatever when you've got concert and see if we can organize to be there. Hey, from me to you, a little, a little saying from me to you, this is a young man's business. Thanks, man. You're welcome, I'll buddy. Hand you over. Hey, good luck, man. Same to you. Thanks, John.